I V M. Hello, welcome, and khushamadid. You're listening to the note with me, Maharo Khanayat. We find ourselves in the middle of a pandemic and completely locked in with nature having thrown the key away quite literally. Experts say it's a crisis of our own making. In this lockdown there are several images that have become iconic. Deserted landmarks, curfew like situations keeping a 1.3 billion plus population indoors, everyone with their faces covered with masks, mass graves But the one image the one image that must never leave our minds eye is of the migrant workers walking home hundreds and thousands of them carrying whatever little of is of value to them with the blistering sun overhead hot-tarred roads under their feet and literally walking hundreds of kilometers to the place they call home that image must not leave our minds eye why should we not forget these images number 1 the most important reason is that they are an integral part of our individual food chains and collectively as well the homes you live in the food you eat the restaurants you dine in the salons you go to the dream homes you desire the ones that secure your apartment complexes to the ones who keep your home clean yes all of them are somehow directly or indirectly connected to these migrant workers they are a part of every piece that makes up our lives two these images expose the inherent discrimination in our approach to issues that don't affect middle and upper class india directly just see the difference in our approach on the one hand we had these non resident indians indians living abroad students families with absolutely i have nothing against them but look at the difference in how those were evacuated they were being brought back to how we have looked at on the other hand towards these migrant workers there are some governments such as the karnataka government that went to the extent of saying we are not going to run the trains to take these migrant workers back because obviously there's a builder lobby in the state that told the government don't send these workers back because we need them on our construction sites that's the level of insensitivity that we've had towards these workers for the first two week or three weeks we didn't even have a plan for them except for some states notably amongst them maharashtra and kerala number 3 These images also expose the lethargic response most notably in the case of Bihar which incidentally is also the state that has the highest number of migrant workforce their response was the most lethargic when it came to getting their people back chief minister nitish kumar tried to do whatever possible took any excuse that he got in order to stall the process of getting these workers back He said I can't handle this exodus of workers coming back at all. My healthcare system is already collapsing. I don't have the money so on and so forth. Point number 4. Politically the issue of these migrants is going to be a hot potato. Remember my words. Come next state election in any of the states where these migrant workers are going back, the parties that didn't come to the rescue of their people will face the consequences at the hustings. even nationally this issue will resonate 
The Congress already tried to earn some brownie points by pledging to buy tickets for the migrant workers, catching the center at that time by surprise. Point number five. These images also raise the dilemma for various sectors of the economy. With the manner in which these migrant workers have been treated, will they ever return to the cities? Who becomes the workforce then? While the move by the Karnataka government is clearly insensitive and inhuman to say the least, it does make us ask the question, with them, with these migrant workers being such a vital clog of urban economies and our economy by and large, our manufacturing sector and so on, who takes over from them? if they decide to stay back in their villages and in the areas that they come from. Point number six, taking from there, now that these migrant workers are going back home, how are they going to find work in the areas that they're going back to? Remember, the reason why they came to the cities was because there was no, no job opportunity in rural areas. They weren't making enough money, which is why they moved to the cities with dreams in their eyes. It's going to be a massive challenge on how they're going to find work. And that is going to lead to another set of stories that is going to add to this tragedy. Point seven. What about the possibility of these migrant workers going and taking the virus back with them? How efficient is the rural healthcare system to be able to effectively quarantine these workers? Isn't there then a huge possibility of the virus actually going back to the areas and affecting those areas that have till now remained unaffected or have been part of the green zone? We're seeing how they are traveling. We're seeing how they are crowding up the buses and the trains because the government state machineries in most cases don't seem to have a plan. And finally, of all the issues, the point that has been nagging me the most do we really live in a society that has the same rules for everyone? On paper, perhaps yes. But in practice, absolutely no. These images have exposed the massive divide between the disadvantaged and those with privilege in our country. And that, unfortunately, is the stark truth that stares at us. That is why these images must never be forgotten. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at the rate IVM podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I'm Maharu Khinayat on Twitter and Maharu Khinayat on Instagram as well.